All right, what's up? We want to welcome everybody back to the Schoolhouse Scallywags podcast. Um, got my man Landon Jordan back today uh, for another week. Uh, somebody the other day told me um, that they thought we should do this every week, make this kind of like a part of the show, me and you talking about college football, doing like a recap and a preview of the next week. So I thought that was a good idea, and we're going to try to see how it goes. So you willing to come back every week and us talk it up a little bit? You you willing to do that? Yes, sir. They'll do it. I know. I know you like college football about as much as I do. So, and you're pretty knowledgeable. You watch a lot of games, and especially your team and the teams around here. And we're both SEC guys, so I know we watch a lot of SEC football. So, and we but we keep up with the big time games. So we'll uh, talk about um, some of the games from last week first. Uh, obviously, Florida and South Carolina didn't work out the way I wanted it to. But uh, did you get to watch any of it? or? Um, I watched a little bit of it. I was at work catching a glimpse of it. What I seen, it was a tight ball game to the end. Yeah. And it seemed as if Florida, Florida got a little bit of help on the calls. Yeah. They started climbing down the drain a little bit. Yeah, everybody was going crazy about the calls. But um, I was watching some of the replay earlier. And uh, Florida, Florida, you know, they had a few calls that were bad on their end too. Like, we got a couple calls early in the game, but I think it was because the calls that went against us were later. I think that's what caused, you know, people to really go crazy about it, uh, especially the long touch. And, and the, play, the calls that were against us was like touchdown plays. So you had the one that was like a pick play that was a touchdown, and then they had the long 75-yard touchdown run where the guy, you know, kind of held our guy all down the field and then had a false start too, so – I think that was why people went crazy about the calls. Uh, but, I mean, it's frustrating. But, again, I thought the difference was Florida was able to throw the ball in the, in the wet weather, the rain, and Helensky just wasn't able to hit, hit on some throws that he should have hit on. And I thought that's what maybe really decided the game. Uh, did you get to see any of the – much of the second half or no? I didn't get to watch much of, much of it. I didn't really get – I got off work about 3, 3.30. So, you so, got off to watch yeah, the Georgia game? I walked, got off watch Yeah, so, Georgia I mean, game. South Carolina, we, we play well, run the ball really well. Tavian Feaster, he had like 175 yards. Rico Dowda gets hurt on the first play. I don't know if you knew that. Dowda gets hurt on the first play. Uh, so, after that happened, I was like, man, I don't know how this is going to go. But we were still able to run the ball with success and uh, had one drive where we ran down. I mean, we pretty much ran eight run plays all the way down the field. And then on first and goal from the six-yard line, we get sacked and kind of had to settle for a field goal. So I thought that really hurt us. Uh, but in the end of the, at the end of the day, we were still up. So then, you know, after that, Florida drives down and scores, and they were just able to throw the ball. I thought them being able to throw the ball in the rain, in the weather, is was the difference in the game. Trask played well uh, late in the game. He didn't, he didn't start well, but he played well late in the game. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the future. We'll talk about that matchup in a little bit. But uh, what about Tennessee and Alabama? Did you get to watch any of that? I watched a little bit of it because Georgia and them played, was playing around yeah. the same time. It, they had a good split of games because they had South Carolina, Florida. Then they had um, Georgia and Kentucky. Kentucky. And they had Tennessee, Bama at night. So they had a good little split because Georgia played 6 p.m. kickoff, right? Yeah, 6. Yep. So, all right, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about Tennessee, Bama, and then we'll get to the, one, the Georgia game, which I know you know a lot about because so, I didn't get to watch every snap of that one. So, just see how that one went. Uh, but Tennessee, Bama, what you remember about that one? I remember Tennessee had a tight race with Alabama for most of the whole game. 
Tiger Valoa went out on an injury. Yeah, he was an ankle. It was an ankle ankle injury. He's missing this week's uh, Arkansas game. Yeah. And is, they're not sure about timetable for his return. Yeah, I, I think they hoping that – because they got a bye after Arkansas. So, I think they hoping to get him back after that, uh, after the bye week. In so. Tennessee, they had uh, – they was in the ball game at the end of the game with about seven minutes left. And – they fumbled the ball on, on the on, goal on line. Alabama's one yard line. Yeah. They had a hundred yard scoop I, of score. It was it was thirteen to twenty eight. Thirteen twenty eight. And then Tennessee's on the goal line there. And they go for the sneak. Garantano tries to reach over. And uh he gets the ball knocked out. And you know, that's pretty much hundred yard kick or return for a touchdown. Pretty much ends it. So you're looking at it could have been twenty eight twenty. Now it's 28 to or 35 to 13 so that pretty much ended it um but I think Pruitt was not very happy with some of the calls in that game I didn't get to see I just know the two big games that they were complaining about the calls for, about the SEC was that uh, Tennessee Alabama and South Carolina Florida but I didn't get to see much of the Tennessee Alabama do you know any of the calls that were bad in that game do you? I ain't sure I just I flipped back and forth when Georgia went on break. The one I saw was um, Tennessee lined up to run a play, and it was in like a, 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 a situation where it was a you know crucial down, like a third down or a fourth down. Well, they call the officials call a timeout after Tennessee lines up, and then Alabama kind of got to see what they were lined up in, and then they got a timeout. To, so Pruitt was not happy about that. Uh, so, but other than that, I didn't really see a whole lot of calls in that one that people were upset about. Uh, but they definitely, uh, you know, weren't happy, kind of like South Carolina fans were. Um, let's go through. We'll go through. We'll go through all the SEC games, and then we'll get to the the two that I wanted to talk. Just get to that weren't SEC. So uh, we'll go ahead and do Georgia and Kentucky. What you and you gonna have to help me out on this because I didn't really get to watch every snap. Georgia of and Kentucky, the first half. It was raining it was a, too, right? It was it was, it was pretty heavy rain. It was a recap of the Cyclone Georgia game. And Georgia didn't care. Jake yeah. Fromm surely wouldn't hit his passes. I could have yeah. come off my recliner and hit them passes. <laughs> he had score was zero to zero going to half. Said so you could have come off the recliner. I could have come off the recliner and hit some of them wide receivers. <laughs> he was so. I mean, I, what was this? Do you know how many passing yards he had in the first 30, half? I don't know how, how many he had in the first half, but for the whole game, he had 35 passing 35 yards. 35 for the whole game? 35 passing yards. And the whole Swift game. had what, like 100? Swift had about 160, 170. Yeah, I knew he had a big rushing game. Did he score all three touchdowns? All or? three touchdowns, Swift did. Man, I, you know, I, I figured that's how it would go. I figured they would kind of pound Kentucky. But I figured with it being a rain game that Kentucky would hang around. Because if you look at Kentucky stats, they really didn't do anything on offense at all. They didn't complete but one pass the whole game. Yeah, because they had Lynn, uh, Lynn, Bowden. Lynn Bowden or Bowden, whoever you say it, they had him back there at quarterback, which he played a little bit at the end of the South Carolina game. And he can run. I mean, he can scat up out of there, but it he can't throw. It I mean, he's a, not a, It was definitely a, a lesser impact from the last year Georgia and Kentucky game. Yeah, yeah. Last year, Benny Snell, one player, can make a difference in a right. big-time game. Kentucky had some dudes last year, though. That, I mean, they had Benny Snell. They had uh, Terry Wilson, who was a good game manager. And they had some guys on defense. They had Josh Allen, first-round pick on defense. Yeah. So, they had some – they had some – a lot of seniors, a lot of uh, talent on that team. This year, I know they only have one big player, Cash Daniels. He's on, Cash Daniels, on, yeah. On defense. And he – you know, I think last year he kind of – 
thrived because he played with other great players. And this year he's kind of having to step up and be the man, which not saying he's not good, but he's, you know, he's struggling a little bit more because teams are able to kind of key on him rather than – last year you had to scheme around Josh Allen when you played Kentucky. I mean, you got to figure out how you're going to block him, how to get two people on him, and how to not let him wreck the game. Uh, but this year, you know, you don't have that. So that was a big difference to me. Uh, but Georgia ends up pounding them in the second half. Just keep – they just stay patient running the go ball. Because that's Georgia's mentality, though. They want to run the ball, run the ball, wear you down with that big line and those backs. And uh, In the first half, the, the rushing game seemed to get slowed down and stopped by Kentucky. Yeah, which and people are going to stop to run early in the SEC anyway. Like, you're not just going to come out and just yeah. run on people just from the start. You know what I mean? People's got too much talent up front for that to happen. There's a bunch of Georgia fans questioning James Coley's – some of his play calls. Right? Yeah, he wants to. But it's. T- just, I'm telling you though, it's tough to call a game when it's, when the elements are like that, when the rain and because you don't want to get you don't want to make a big mistake and give that team no life. Let's say they come out and from you know he's throwing back the pass and the ball slips out of his hand or he throws a pick or whatever, and you give Kentucky a quick points. Now they you know they believe it's, a little bit. It's always a tough game coming off a loss. Yep, you, that you, too. Most time you want the best conditions you can get. Right. Full right. force. And Georgia yep. had to bounce back with a rainy night. Right. Six o'clock. And the fans then all of them didn't show up. Yeah, that's how our game was too at twelve. Crowd. There's not a I mean there was a crowd there, but it wasn't like a like a big like if, if South Carolina Florida would have played, you know, even at twelve even at noon, if they would have played with the with the uh, weather was decent, I think it would have been packed. Because we're coming off a top ten a big win at Georgia and then you playing another top ten team. I mean I think it would have been a packed house, but uh like I said, the rain kind of puts a damper on the fans. Hopefully, this going into bye week for Georgia get us ready for four the Georgia game. Yeah, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to see how that one shakes out. Uh, we'll talk. We'll, next week, we'll talk on that and give our yeah. predictions and say what we think about that. I, I'm ready to see how that goes. But and ended that. What about Zamir White? Did he have any? Any? I know Herring had a couple plays. Zamir White had, had a couple, maybe 30, 40 yards. Yeah. Mostly Swift was the dog. Swift, they, they yeah. To him. Yeah, Swift was the workhorse for sure. So, dogs, they bounced back, 21 nothing win, uh, dominated on defense. Uh, like, I think Kentucky didn't have hardly no yards really yeah, rushing or passing. Bowden, uh, Bowden had a few, but, I mean, he was back there quarterback running around. He's going to get a few. Um, the other game in the SEC uh, that I wrote down was LSU-Mississippi State, which I got to watch a little bit of. At first, I mean, the Mississippi State environment was, was hot. Did you get to see any of that one? I, I heard it. When they turned TV on at 3.30, I heard the cowbells ringing. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a good, really good environment. The Mississippi State fans packed the house. They were fired up. Uh, I think they did maybe a whiteout. They had on all white in the stands. I, I think it don't matter what stadium you're in, you ain't going to affect the, the top runner for the Heisman. Yeah, yeah, well, that to me, you know, that shows kind of how where LSU's at right now because uh, they were able to go in there and that, and that environment, and they didn't really miss a beat. Like, they – they came out and played ball, uh, and they ended up winning 36-13 um, at Mississippi State in a prime, you know, prime time game. It wasn't at night, but it was an afternoon game. It wasn't a 12 o'clock noon kickoff. So the fans were gassed up. They were hyped, and uh, LSU went in there and took care of what they had to take care of. So, I mean, I, LSU's offense is definitely so much better now than they were. Their defense, I think, what you think about the, you think their defense taking a step back? 
I ain't, from deep, last year. I mean, yeah, they. I deep. think from last year they've taken a step. Their a defense, bag. they got Fajoka on defensive line. Yeah, uh, and they got they a couple got, they linebackers. Got, they got uh, Dale Pitt. Dale Pitt, yeah, the safety. And the, oh, they're always gonna have DBs. You know, LSU. LSU. You know, yeah. they're always gonna have some defensive backs that can come up and make plays in the run game and cover and yeah. pick balls off. And I don't so, think it's as special. As last year. Yeah, but I yeah. I think LSU's offense is making up for it because Burrow wouldn't. He might have, going to the Georgia game, I think he had last year six touchdowns and three interceptions. Right. He would just throw, throw it when you got to the quarterback. Right. And this year he's he, – He's more balanced. He's balanced he, first. He's, and they got a good young running back too. I can't remember that kid's name. It's kind of like a, it's a two-name Is it Edwards Hilaire? Yes, yes. And he is, he's a stud. He runs hard, man. So, you know, and they always going to have a big physical offensive line, some good receiver. Jamar Chase, really good receiver, who uh, having having a good year so far. Um, and then uh, their defense, you know, they're, they're always going to be athletic. And I think their secondary is probably the, the best there is. Hold on, we got a little – oh, you good. Kelsey uh, – shout out Kelsey Phillips. She, or Kelsey Three, excuse me. She just came in and had to say something. So, uh, but um, – where was I at? LSU. LSU. LSU's so, offense. LSU, you know, their offense is definitely different now than it has been in the in the past. So, uh, I'm interested to see how they're going to match up with, with Bama when that game comes. And those fast receivers and their, their good DBs and see their off, those offenses battle. You know, back in the day, and we're not going to touch on this too much because we'll get when we get to that game, but LSU and Alabama used to be a slugfest defensive battle. You know, and uh, now it's, you know, this year you got potential to be an offensive game. So we'll see how it goes. Um, so that's the really the SEC games that were kind of worth no, or notable. Uh, and real quick, we'll talk about this and then we'll get to the, to the one I know you want to comment on. Uh, Texas and Kansas was the shocker to me. Uh, Kansas, you know, they ain't been very good. Uh, Les Miles, yeah, Miles. out there. And uh, he's kind of brought a little life. You know, they're competing in some games that they're not used to competing in. So, they're – I think, you know, I don't know how the game went because their game was going on at the same time as the South Carolina game. But the end, the final was 50-48. to 48. And I think Kansas had several shots to, to end it and to win. I think they ended up going for two or something like that. That's, or, and, and they missed it or something. They, then they end up losing. But for Kansas to go in there and battle with Texas like that, I mean, that shows their program's getting a little better. And uh, – the main thing is Les Miles. You think Les Miles is going to get another shot somewhere in the SEC or somewhere in the South? Or? I, think if he, I think if he makes keeps working, somebody's going to soon drop out either the SEC. Or I, I could see him maybe going to like a – because I don't think Mississippi State's really happy with Moorhead. Yeah. So I could see him maybe going to a Mississippi State or an Ole Miss. What do you think? I could, I could probably see him – Maybe he's either swapping. He could come into like a higher conference, like a top-ranked team. Yeah. Like let's say Jimbo Fisher, when Florida State was going down, he jumped to Texas and m Yeah. And started playing them higher, higher-up type uh, opponents each opponent. week. Yeah. So I can see maybe going either maybe Big Ten, ACC, yeah, yeah. SEC to get hey. some of them top teams to run. I, I'm just trying to think of it just because. Like Moorhead, people Mississippi State not happy with him, and then uh, Ole Miss, you know, they're, uh, Matt Luke, he's an Ole Miss guy, but I don't know how. I think their recruiting's kind of dropped off a little bit, so I don't know if they'll be 
wanting to try to get somebody new in there or, or what they're going to try to do, what their game plan is for their coaches. But I could I could definitely see Les getting back in it because, I mean, if you can go win at Kansas, I mean, you can win anywhere because, I mean, Kansas has not been very good uh, ever, I don't think, but or not at least not in the time I've been alive and watching football. So uh, I thought that was interesting. And then Texas, you know, that Texas played LSU early in the year. They gave and them, I, they gave I them thought they, they played really well, yeah. I thought they played well. Quarterback uh, Sam, Ellinger. Sam Ellinger played well. Their defense played well. They got some good uh, D linemen. Malcolm Roach had some solid play on defense. And, I mean, I thought they gave played LSU really good. And uh, to see them kind of struggling with Kansas, you know, that's kind of not good for their program. But – We'll see what happens with them in the future. Because it used to be, you know, Texas was a, yeah. a a top team, you know, in the country. So, we'll see how they, they finish out their year. All right, and last but not least, uh, I know you want to talk about this one, and I ain't going to comment too much. What about uh, Clemson and Louisville, well, the 45-10 to 10 route, uh, the heavyweight battle in the ACC there? This is – if you look at the start of year, Clemson, <laughs> Clemson's number one ball team. <laughs> Suddenly, people make the rankings for college football. They notice that they ain't had no test yet. So, here they yeah. are sitting at number four. Well, I think, too, I think everybody thought A&M was going to be better than they are. So, when Clemson beat A&M the way they did, I'm thinking, okay, that's a, that's a pretty good win. But then A&M ended up not being as great as people thought they were – or not as good as people thought they were going to be. So, you know, the North Carolina game, you know, they had a scare, which I think North Carolina's good. I think they play hard. I think they believe in their coaching staff, so they play good. But, uh, you know, obviously Clemson's schedule ain't the the strongest. But you look back at it, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, I don't see how you go from beating Alabama by four touchdowns yeah. to leading the ACC in interceptions. I'll never understand Does he lead? That. Does he lead the he's ACC? He's leading the ACC in interceptions right now. He's got eight interceptions. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely not having a good year compared to last year uh, when he came in. Which, I mean, I don't really know why because it's not like they don't have the – I mean, they got the weapons outside, basically the same weapons as they had last year. You know what I mean? So, it's not – which I hadn't watched a lot of Clemson's games. I watched them uh, play – I can't remember. I didn't really get to watch the whole North Carolina game. Watched kind of the end of that. And then I watched them play the first game, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's terrible. And then other than that, I haven't really watched them a whole lot. So, you know, I just, you know, by the numbers, Lawrence is not having as good of a year as he had uh, before or last year. But, I mean, the thing about Clemson is that even if they show up and play their worst game, they're still going to win just because, you know, they're not really playing a whole lot of teams that can – even get in the ballpark with them, you know what I mean? And that's, the, and that's the good thing about playing the lesser round teams. When you get in the playoffs with the, with the big boys, you're a lot like, fresher. You're you're ready to go. I mean, you got you got tool last year going into the going to the playoffs. I'm not making no excuses for Alabama by no means. Yeah. But Tua comes in there. I mean, he's. He's got a messed up ankle. Yeah, he got he got beat around in that Georgia he's, game. He's playing on one foot. I mean. Yeah, he got beat around. I mean, he got beat around so bad that, uh, you know, they had to bring in Hurts. Yeah, to save the, the, to to save save the day. To yeah. save the day. He got beat around. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't 
that's a big factor of it. Clemson can't control who they play. They in the ACC, it's not their fault that the other ACC teams aren't very good. It's not their fault Florida State fell off. You know what I mean? But it's like at the end of the year, like you're saying, it benefits them because they're so fresh. You know what I mean? I think this year they may have had a couple of injuries. But last year, I mean, they didn't have any. Do you remember any of last year? The only thing I remember was Lawrence. Come, yeah, the one when Dexter he was Lawrence back. Comes in there, he, he gets suspended playoffs. Yeah. Stupid, stupid move, I mean. Yeah. Why? That, that's the <laughs> question, why? Yeah, well, Come on now. we don't really know what happened with all that and all the uh, Austrian or whatever it is. Deal. I'm, no, I'm definitely not. That, I can watch college football Saturday. There's one team I want to lose. And it's Clemson, I mean. And you're a Georgia fan, so you're not – just to clarify, Landon is a Georgia fan, not a South Carolina fan. So, it's, it's, he's not that biased. Well, so, what is your what is your reason why you dislike – obviously, my reason for disliking Clemson is because they're our rival. But what about you? Classic – the classic quote of college football history, little Clemson. Oh, okay, little first Clemson. of all, if you win a national championship, you ain't little nothing. Yeah, oh, yeah, I agree. You're your college football type. Right, and they've won two out of three. That, that's one thing about – They've won two out of three. So, you're the, you're the top dog right now. Even though you're not ranked high, that's just because of your resume. You're still the top dog. And, and then second of all, nobody just back-to-back weeks. It's fine you're in the ACC. Don't get it during the press conference and make him out to be like your Alabama, Georgia yeah. top team. I mean, he hyped Louisville up. Yeah, and I, part of it is, too, being a coach, I understand this, you have to always talk highly of your opponent. But you don't, you know what I mean. You can't constantly go too far. Yeah, yeah. Constantly, they're full of four or five stars. You just go in there and say, "Hey, you know, they got a good team. They play hard. They got a couple guys. This guy, this guy, this guy. Give them some compliments, obviously, because you want to be humble about it. But at the end of the day, you know that you're a whole lot better than they are. I think this year, I think they're a top sixteen. I don't think they're a top four. Well, but based off their resume right now, you know they're going to be in yeah, the top four. They're, they're going to be in yeah. the top four because. They've won two out of the last LSU three. LSU and Alabama's going. One They're going. Yeah, one, one of them's going out. One of them's going out. So they, Clemson's going to be in the top. They're going to be in the top four. I mean, which they should be. They're undefeated. You know, they won it last year. They should be in the top four. Yeah. But the thing about it is, you got to understand why you're not number one, and that's because of resume. So you can't say if LSU beats Alabama, you can't argue that they shouldn't be number one, right? Because yeah. they'll have a win over Florida. They'll have a win over Alabama. They have Auburn. a win over Auburn. Auburn right. I mean, those are big wins. You know what I mean? Florida's a top – you know, they're a one-loss team. Uh, and their only loss is to LSU. So, you know, I think, I think you know, that that's what these the playoff committee is really looking at is resume and eye test. Resume and eye test. So, if you're in, – in Clemson's case, even though they've been beating the dog out of people, they haven't been really looking – like they did last year, and I think that's hurting them too with Lawrence throwing some picks and, and them kind of struggling and then ended up kind of uh, scoring a lot late, uh, especially like, well, Louisville, I guess they scored throughout the game. Uh, they turned the ball over the first quarter. Turned the ball over was, early. Pathetic, I mean. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how they um, how they shake out the rest of the year because they pretty much going to skate to the to the – to the South Carolina game, you know, and hopefully we I can think, give them I a think game. That's gonna be their biggest test all year. Yeah, yeah. Who else do they got besides? They got. I got like NC State, Boston College, Wake Forest. This time last year, the team they played this week was one of their prime matchups. Who was it? Anything. Boston, Boston College. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 
That was yeah, a prime. That, that was that, a prime match. Which Boston College, I mean, they got a good physical line and a run game, but they they've struggled to throw the ball. And one thing about Clemson's defense, they're big and physical. You're not going to be able to just line up, just run it on them, and try to you know out physical them and beat them. You're going to have to be. You can't be one dimensional and beat them. But we'll see how it goes. I right, yeah, Louisville. They weren't very good, I don't think. Boston College, not that good. Nah. Every other team, I think South Carolina will give Clemson a game. Clemson, I hope we Clemson can. With, might, it, with it being at home, out. with it being at home, I think hopefully we can come out and, and be play well, play hard, and on defense stop the run. I think if you stop the run, no matter who you play, no matter if you play in, you know, we talking about Clemson, Carolina, who anybody, if you can stop the run, you can be successful because. That forces a team to be one-dimensional. If you force somebody to be one-dimensional, now you can kind of control the narrative of the game. So we'll see uh, what happens with that as we go on. But I think, you know, definitely the South Carolina Clemson game is probably their their toughest game left uh, unless somebody just comes out of nowhere, you know. So we'll see. So that's kind of a little recap of last week's games. Any other game you want to talk about or – not really, just yeah, looking in this that, weekend. Were, we'll get into this weekend. We got some good matchups. Uh, we got LSU and Auburn, which is probably the bigger matchup in the SEC. That's, that's a doll fight. Yeah, doll fight. Because Auburn's, even though Auburn's not playing great right now, their defense is unbelievable. Like their front four uh, and and on defense is is really good. Um, I got I got LSU on that one. You got LSU. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll go through and pick them. So I'm gonna take LSU too. Uh, just because I think Burrow is playing with some confidence that he's had never really shown before, and I think that Coach O and, and he's got them guys believing down there that, that, I think that it this goes, is their year. I think it goes back to the quote: "To be the man, you got to beat the man." Joe, yeah. Joe Burrow is. That's co- right. Joe Burrow is college football right now. Yeah, he he's balling. He's balling. So I'm definitely going with LSU in that matchup. Uh, even though I like Auburn, I like Auburn's front four. I like their. Uh, they're skilled guys. I like Whitlow, the running back. I like Knicks, even though Knicks has struggled a little bit. And I like uh, I like um, their secondary guys. Uh, they get after it in the secondary, play a lot of man coverage. And, and Auburn's always going to be good on defense. You know what I mean? The key, so, t- the key title of the game is SEC football. You don't – SEC football is the last thing if you're going to bet you ever want to put your money on. That's, yeah, yeah. just that's, when you think you got one figured out, you know what I mean, you, you really got, don't. It don't matter who it is. You're getting, you're playing four or five-star recruits. Right. It don't matter if it's number. It's, it's just like Florida one. and Auburn. You know, Auburn was kind of hot, and everybody when Florida played Auburn, it was like everybody picking Auburn, or I was. And I'm thinking, you know, Knicks is a great freshman yeah. quarterback. They've got this big defensive line. Florida's don't, don't have one of their top D linemen, you know what I mean, yeah. their quarterbacks out, whatever. And then Florida comes in there and plays great and, and wins and moves on. And then Florida's also, too, playing without uh, their best, in my opinion, their best receiver was Kadarius Toney. What big concern is for the Georgia game, he's returning for that one. Is he going to be back for that Kadarius, one? Kadarius Toney's a stud. Not a lot of people know about Kadarius Toney, uh, but he, he is the one that returned – or he had the first touchdown of the season this year against Miami. Yeah. Uh, and anytime he touches it, he can go to distance. This uh, is reaching on uh, week ten games, but they got Grenard, they got Zaniga, Zaniga yeah. they got them two returning on D line against Georgia for a Georgia game. Yeah, they gonna have Trask. I mean, he's proven a quarterback. I think Trask is good. I like Trask. They got Kadarius Tony, 
Callaway. So and then they got Tyree Cleveland. Tyree Cleveland. And, uh, Swain. Uh, Fre- or is it Freddie Swain? Freddie, Freddie, Freddie Swain. Swain. And then they got two backs. Uh, and another thing about Florida, too. I know we're getting off top of it. It don't matter. Uh, Florida's two inside linebackers, Reese and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name, 50, number 51. Man, them guys are tough, man. Is it, uh, is it Miller? It might be Miller. 51, 51 Miller. I think Miller. Miller Jr. or something like that. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, them guys get after it, man. I was watching some of the uh, replay of South Carolina and, and Florida, and, you know, we run a lot of pulling plays, our run game. And uh, you know them linebackers were coming up and and laying licks on our on our linemen, on our 300 plus pound linemen. But them guys are real physical. So Florida, you know, they get those guys back on D, and they get Kadarius Tony back. I mean, they're gonna be they're gonna be really good, really good for the rest of the season. So, um, so we're going with LSU Auburn. You going LSU? LSU. I'm going LSU too. All right. Uh, next one I got written on here, Tennessee, South Carolina. All right, obviously two teams that's always played close. I was listening to the radio this morning. They were talking about the series in the last, you know, past few years. It's been close. You know, there's like a six-point game has been the closest game that we've played uh, in the last maybe ten years. So it's been decided by a field goal to six points the last you know, whatever years. So that one's going to be close. Who are you taking in that one and why? I got a game, Cox. I think we're going to pull if it out. Can, if you can come to Athens and beat Georgia, you can surely go to Tennessee and beat yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, I'm hoping so too. But uh, if you look at it, Tennessee. Tennessee their plays last, hard. They the really last do. couple games, they they've get, they get played Georgia. Georgia was only winning 14-13 to 13 at halftime right. against Tennessee. They played a good half of football against Georgia. And then and Georgia warmed down second half. Second down, Georgia wore them out, ended up winning 43-13. to 13, beat Yeah. Them. But, then Alabama last, last yeah, week. Yeah, Alabama Tennessee, last week. Tennessee was one with, yard away from making it a one-possession game. Right, and that was late in the game. Late, late in the, game. In the yeah, I think it was the fourth. Uh, but I think I, I think, think with South the quarterback Carolina. being out, I think South Carolina should be able to, to pull it out also. Uh, so I'm going with South Carolina. I think uh, Feaster probably has a big day again. Hopefully our line can get after, them, get after it up front and protect. And I want to see Helensky be able to throw it a little bit. I, I've been a little disappointed in – uh, him throwing the ball, uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. So I'm going with South Carolina in that one. And then this is an easy pick. It's Bama Arkansas, but ba- two is not playing. Two, two is not playing. That's like you can get a quarterback. He can close his eyes. He's got Judy yeah. Rugg. He got Judy Rugg, Devontae Smith. Yep. And uh, and then Jalen Waddle. And then you got uh, you got Najee Harris. Big Najee Harris in the back. Slip screen too. Yep. Big I'm Najee going, Harris. I'm going Bama. I'm going Bama too. But I just thought it was interesting to see how they perform without Tua and you know what all he means to the to the team. We, we know what he means to the team, but see how I, see how the other talent can lead them to a victory without Tua. See how see how mentally tough their team is. So, yeah. uh, and Bama, you know, a lot of people, even though Bama's ranked high with all this stuff, you know, Bama, they're catching a lot of. Uh, flat because they're not really playing good on defense. They're allowing a lot of points, a lot of yards, which their fans aren't used to, which we aren't used to. We aren't used to seeing Alabama allow a lot of yards, you know, or let people score a lot of points. So we'll see uh, on that how that one goes. So we both going with Bama on that one. All right, then we got um, Kentucky, Missouri. I thought this was an interesting one. I'm going Missouri. Kentucky's been the contender that two teams have played a rebound off a loss. Yep, yep. I think Missouri – 
I don't think going into last week they was leading the SEC East. Yeah. Do I think they're the best team in the SEC East? No. Heck no. But I'll tell you, they're they aren't bad because on defense they play a lot of press man coverage and they send a lot of pressure. So they send a lot of blitzes, and, and I don't think Kentucky's going to be able to handle that at all. I think uh, think Killer Bryant come out and hit Albert O. Big tight end. Big tight end. Wide, and then, you know, Kelly Bryant hasn't been running as much as, as normal. Yeah. So, we'll see, you know, if they use his legs a little more. And they got a good run game uh, with, with Bryant and then Roundtree. Or is it not Roundtree? Who's, who's their back now? I'm not sure. I, I think it might be Roundtree. I haven't watched much on Missouri. I just, yeah. Oh. But, but they – on defense, they're really physical. They get after it up front. They play a lot of press man coverage, which is why they gave us such, such a fit. Uh, so – I'm interested to see that one, but I think Missouri's going to pull that one out too. Um, and then we were talking about we ain't going to spend too much time on this. Obviously, we think we all we both think Clemson's going to beat Boston College. Unless you think AJ Dillon's going to have a 300-yard rushing game and they're going to play great defense. What do you think? If he's got if AJ Dillon has three touchdowns, 300 yards on Clemson, I'll go to Bobby Dodd for my birthday party next year <laughs> in the middle of Georgia Tech Stadium. <laughs> Once again, they're not tested, so they should win. Yeah, oh, yeah, they should definitely win. That's my win. final point on they that. They should definitely win. Uh, and then the last one, which is interesting, this is going to be a really big game if Wisconsin went to lay the egg last week. But Ohio State-Wisconsin was, you know, Wisconsin goes to Illinois and loses. How, How? I don't know. This uh, is this kind of a rebound game yeah. for Wisconsin, but yep. Ohio State, I think this is the year Fields is – yeah, Ohio State's looking good, man. I know, you know, I know you're not the biggest Fields fan. I think Fields is having – I think he's trying to prove – he's proved himself this year. Yeah, he has. He really Georgia has. Georgia didn't give him no shot, and he's, he's showing himself. I think he's playing with a chip world. on his shoulder, yeah. He's playing with a chip on his shoulder. He's trying to show that, look, this is what you – he's trying to prove that this is what you let go. You, know you might I mean? as well forget running around the edge. Chase Young will blow your helmet off. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you might as well forget running around the edge. Yeah. Just go yeah. ahead and – so who are you gonna go with? You going with? You think Wisconsin rebounds? Or you think Ohio State take care of? Business? I got Ohio State. Go ahead and get bump Wisconsin out a couple more spots. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Ohio State too. And I think Wisconsin's gonna run the ball on them some, but I think Ohio State's offense is gonna be too much for Wisconsin. I think with it, with having that dual threat quarterback and and uh, J.K. Dobbins and and some threats out there wide, I think they're gonna they'll take care of business. Uh, but I hope it's a good game because I really do want to watch that one and. and uh, good Big Ten matchup. Oh, another one that I didn't write down. Uh, Michigan Notre Dame, big time night game in the Big House. This will be our last one. So, uh, what you think about that one? That's a toss up game. I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna let you go first and tell me what you, who you think is gonna win and why, and then I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I think, and then why I'm picking who I'm picking. I think, to be honest with you. I'm still a big fan that Georgia's good. Georgia football is a good team. Yep. Notre Dame gave Georgia all they wanted. That's right. They did. Georgia can't and, get and no more. And I didn't expect that either when Georgia I watched Georgia Georgia Notre no Dame. Georgia can't get no more of Ian Book and Lawrence Keys and old Komet, the old, old tight end. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm a, And we didn't talk about this at all before, but I'm picking them for the same reason. I think – Hold on, we got an announcement. This is so everybody knows we're really in a schoolhouse. All right, we're good now. 
uh, going back to the Notre Dame Michigan game. We didn't we didn't talk at all though before, and I was going to pick Notre Dame to the for the same reasons. I watched them go to Georgia at night give and give Georgia. them all they wanted. And I'm st- I'm like you, I'm still a believer that Georgia is a really good football team because they are. I mean, they got too much talent not to be. A really good it's just, team. That's just another point. You don't cover it in the SEC. You're going you to get, get hit in your mouth. Yeah, you can get beat, man. You can get hit in your mouth. At the end of the day, Tennessee can beat you. South Carolina, Carolina can, can beat you. you. Vandy can beat you. Ole Miss look at, Missouri, look at Vandy just beat Missouri. Missouri was number one in the East. Yeah. Ole Miss can beat you. Mississippi State can. Those bottom te- – the, the lower echelon teams can beat those upper echelon teams on any no, given they're Saturday. They're not no scrubs. They, they've had great – Football history, right? I mean, get people in and out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. So you know, in the SEC, you got to show up and play. But I think that's, I think it's gonna be a big matchup. Michigan, I, Jim Harbaugh, Jim, Jim Harbaugh's. Everybody's wondering what's he gonna do after this. What's I, gonna I think he's gonna this? stay though. I think, I think you got to see. Last week he went to Penn State and gave Penn State all they wanted. Yeah, yeah. Shea Patterson played great. Last yeah, I like Shea Patterson. I think he's a good quarterback too. But uh, I think and, and it be it's, it is at home. It's yeah. it's in the big house. It's in Michigan. Uh, at night, which I'll be have a big crowd and they'll be fired up. But I think Ian Book, you know, if they can go to Georgia at night and not be phased by it, I they'll be they, fine. I think they can go go to and, the big and, house. Another thing, Ian Book is a great athlete, man. I think they should use his legs a little more than they do. Yeah. Um, because he's a really good athlete. Mm-hmm. He can he can throw it, but he he can run it also. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, We'll see what happens with that one. So, who you going with? You going Notre Dame? I say the Irish. I'll take the Irish. Yeah, I'm going to take the Irish, too. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if Michigan did win. Yeah. Michigan's got talent. That's, you know what I mean? That's sure the one I want to put my money on. That's right, right, right. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up for today. Um, we're gonna, like I said, we're going to try to do uh, a preview show or a recap and preview every week, college football. Just me and you get on here and talk about it. And then uh, if anybody else would like to uh, join us, for, for one, you know, let us know. Hit me up on Twitter or text me if you got my number uh, or give us some, some topic ideas if you got anything that we could uh, – you'd like for us to, to talk about or teams you'd like for us to talk about, give our opinion on. Let us know and we'll um, we'll do that. So, I have really enjoyed it last week, this week too. I enjoyed it. Anytime I can talk about college football, yeah, I, that, I talk about I'm it. I'm the same way. I Like, we, we talk all the time and – you know, in class and or in the hallway or whatever. So it's good to get on here and talk about it, let people listen to it and, you know, put their input in also. So I've enjoyed it. So we'll we'll do a little recap and preview show with uh with Landon Joe. We gotta come up with a name with it so for for it. So be thinking about that. What what we can call it. Uh, and we'll come up with that for next week. How about that? We'll get us a title. We'll be set to go. You think you can handle that? I think I can do it. All right, cool. All right, well we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, thank you for listening for the, this episode of Schoolhouse Scallywags Podcast. And then uh, make sure you hit subscribe on the Apple Podcast, and it'll notify you whenever we put out a new episode. Also, give us some good feedback, um, what you'd like to hear us talk about. Uh, other than it just it doesn't have to be sports. It can be anything, right? So just let us know, and we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to make it happen. Landon, appreciate you coming in. Thank you, Coach Sterling, uh, once again. Enjoy yeah. it. Enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too, man. So we'll have a good time. Uh, also, too, uh, Andrew Jackson football homecoming tonight. If you get if this gets uploaded in time, hopefully you listen to it before. If not, come out and support. Uh, we'll be at AJ High School tonight, taking on Central Pageant. So come out and check us out. I'm picking the balls. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
to me. Ah! 